Good morning, everyone. We're thinking about God manifest in flesh. And this is uh, part three. John chapter 10, verses 1 to 9 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and leads them out. And when he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not, know not the voice of strangers." Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. Scripture is profuse with references to sheep. And often it uses them as an illustration of humankind. For example, Isaiah 53 says, All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. However, in this chapter, the emphasis isn't so much on wandering sheep, but more especially them being vulnerable and in danger of predators. And those predators were and are, says the Lord, the religious leaders of their day. And sad to say that's true of many religious clerics today who profess to be under-shepherds of God's people. I was listening yesterday to a report about a person who recently occupied possibly the highest position in the established church, denying some of the most fundamental doctrines of the Word of God, demonstrating that he'd not come in through the door, so to say. Jesus called those people thieves, robbers, and strangers. A thief is someone who steals that which doesn't belong to them, usually secretly and without the victim knowing. A robber is a brigand, a person who also steals but does it violently and without shame. And a stranger is someone that has no vital relationship with the shepherd or the flock, and they are not his sheep. The thieves and robbers climbed up some other way. In other words, they didn't come through the door and therefore aren't genuine Christians and not truly saved. There's only one way into this fold, only one way to become part of this flock that belongs to the Lord. That is through the door, which is the Lord Jesus himself. He said, I am the door. These people attempt to steal the truth of God's holy word from the people and are instruments in seeking to destroy the work of God and of his salvation. Beware of such, my dear listener, this morning. As I've said many times before, Christianity's biggest hindrance is professing Christians who aren't genuine. But says the Lord Jesus, there is a place of safety for those who are his sheep. And he is both the door into that place of safety and the doorkeeper, the porter. He says, by me or through me, if anyone enters in, 
he shall be saved. He goes on to say, and they will go in and out and find pasture. You see, there is both eternal security and daily provision. Saved for time and for eternity. Led, guided, protected and provided for by his knowledge of them and their knowing him and recognising his voice. There's a wonderful intimacy here. He knows them by name and they know his voice. How precious that is. But what I've been wanting to emphasise as we think about the seven I am's of John's Gospel is that this is none other than God manifest in the flesh, as we've said. Scripture bears abundant testimony uh, that salvation is of the Lord. Over and over again, Scripture speaks of God our Saviour. You see, the only Saviour is the divine Saviour. Remember what the Scripture says, his name shall be called Jesus? Why? Because it means Jehovah the Saviour. The angel went on to say, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. When Jesus said, I am the door, by me if any man enter in, he shall be saved, it means he alone is the Saviour. He alone is salvation. Another scripture says this, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. And another scripture says, My eyes have seen thy salvation. This was Simeon, you remember, when they brought the Lord Jesus into the temple. The Holy Spirit had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Christ. And when they brought the Saviour in, the Lord Jesus, he said, he didn't say, my eyes have seen the Saviour. He said, my eyes have seen thy salvation. Salvation is a person. You see, to be saved isn't just a belief of biblical facts and doctrines. Neither is it an act of faith in those truths and facts alone. Salvation is a person. Salvation's door is the shepherd of your soul. Scripture says again, unto as many as received him, to them God gave the authority to be called the children of God. I hope I've explained that sufficiently. But there's a lovely chorus we used to sing at Sunday school. And it says this, one door and only one. And yet its sides are two, inside and outside. On which side are you? One door and only one, and yet its sides are two. I'm on the inside. On which side are you? God bless his word to you today.